how are you? Welcome to Simple Beauty, the podcast. And I am your host, Miss August. And this is a community where we will examine, explore, enlighten ourselves on the ever-changing evolution of beauty. And we are not going to sit here and talk about makeup all day, child. Oh, why would we do that? There'll be episodes for that, but we are here to just make ourselves over from the inside. So get ready for some tomfoolery, some truth, some theories, some tea, some tricks, and some triggers. Now, I told y'all I don't like to catch people off guard, so I always like to be upfront about how our situation's about to go. With that being said, this week's episode is all about accountability. And for me, accountability is a developed characteristic. Somewhere in our growing, things happen in our lives and it's everyone's fault but our own. And when it is our fault, oftentimes we exercise, you know, not so integral characteristics. We still find like small nuances to blame others. Okay, that's not you. Well, have you ever had someone take every opportunity to slide out a situation like a slug girl? just wiggle their way on out and just leave you high and dry feeling like oh my god this situation happened but why i feel like it's all my fault child maybe you are that person but this episode is not to blame you or myself this episode is to just talk about accountability and how we can go through the situation and come out with some integrity on the opposite side of it but before we get there let's jump into some unicorn tales Oh, this is your first time listening? All right. Well, what are unicorn tales, you ask? Well, I'm here to tell you. Welcome to Simple Beauty, the podcast. Welcome to Unicorn Tales, you guys. And I am so excited to do Unicorn Tales this week. And guess why? Because I am joined live from my Facebook live audience and my Instagram live audience. You guys are so amazing to just join me and welcome me in. And this is Simple Beauty, the podcast, where we don't just do regular hot topics here, child. No, 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 no. We do them and we call them unicorn tails and what are unicorn tails you ask well unicorn tails are our version of hot topics where we think of these ethereal magical majestical creatures which are unicorns we often think of fairies we often think of aliens and we don't know if they exist and just like hot topics just like celebrity gossip just like all of these things everything is alleged so allegedly unicorns exist so unicorn tales is what's allegedly going on everywhere and nothing is confirmed here because we don't know we down to the blogs like everybody else so without further ado let's jump into unicorn tales and our first unicorn tale are y'all ready because apparently apparently the dollar tree plans to close 390 family dollar stores this year while renovating another thousand locations. And the company said it's releasing its uh, fiscal fourth quarter earnings um, last week. And then they done lost money, child. They done lost $2.3 billion in losses. Child, y'all, out the, y'all down to the Dollar Tree because quiet as a cap, the people be down to the, they spend their little $50 there and they get 50 items. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree is not here to play. I can't believe they slip in. And, and across the world, they are just making all of this money. This is just amazing to me. 400 stores, stores are going to expand. They're going to get freezers and cooler sections and all this thing. So now this just seems like an old nasty money business move because reportedly it says that they profited $1.93 
per share during 13 weeks. And so look, at the end of the day, they're making coins. Mm-hmm. I'm reading, but they're making coins, and the coins are there. However, they lost so much that they just want to downsize. Are y'all mad at that? I'm not mad at that because I feel like I have Dollar Trees down this way, down that way, down everywhere. Child, the people are in here. What y'all think about Dollar Tree closing the stores? Because I'm not excited about Dollar Tree closing their stores. I'm really excited because... They're expanding, child. And if I can go in there and get me a half a Snickers for a dollar, I'm going to go get it. What about y'all? Y'all don't care. Y'all going to pay Dollar Tree. I thought that was a good story. I thought I thought we shouldn't start out talking about R. Kelly. That's my thinking. I didn't want to I I didn't want to start out talking about R. Kelly and all of this mess down to the Oprah, down to the Gales, down to the people. I didn't want to talk about I thought we could start on a light note. This is light. Are you guys excited? Dollar Tree is expanding. Although they lost $2.3 billion, they are expanding. But we'll move on since you guys feel real shady about what y'all going to give down to the Dollar Trees. And I would appreciate y'all not appreciating the Dollar Tree because everybody be in there. Baby, they have forks, knives, spatulas. They have frozen food. They have good tissue. They have all of your things to get on flights. Y'all trying to pay it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay because our next story, we're just going to get this out the way because I'm going to be very honest with you. I don't want to talk about R. Kelly. I don't want to talk about him. I don't want to talk about what he did last night down to the primetime TV. I don't want to talk about that. Did y'all watch? Who watched last night? Who watched because it was mess. He got angry. And, you know, I watched – um. I, I, I didn't watch the whole thing because, to, to be very honest with you, my stomach cannot take the the disrespect of women, the disrespect of children, the disrespect of manipulation. I, like, my spirit cannot take it. So I did not watch the documentary. The documentary is that what it's called? Yeah. It, I didn't watch the documentary with R. Kelly, like, whatever that was called. I didn't watch that. Why? Because the reality is, is it is what it is, okay? And, okay, I can't do R. Kelly. But last night, it was a mess, and I didn't watch that either. But I did go back, and guess what I did watch? The clips. I watched him get up and get angry, talk about, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I didn't do it. I didn't do it, child. Then what did you do? See, this is the problem. And I'm very excited about this week's episode because this week's episode on Simple Beauty, the podcast, is all about accountability. And when we go back, and I talked about last week on Unicorn Tales, how Jordan Woods, you know, did this, did that, did all of the things. Then I came back the day after because she was on a red table talk. And I thought about her, her interview, and I said, I heard her say that everybody did something but her. Her 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 legs accidentally was over there, and he kissed her at 7 o'clock in the morning. But where did we take accountability for our actions? Miss Vivian is going back to R. Kelly, which I want to round top and tell everybody that R. Kelly still said that he feel like it wasn't him. He said it's not his fault. He said he didn't take advantage of anybody. And for me, 
honestly, like as a daughter, as a mother, as a as a provider, as as a, a, a woman of excellence, as a person who would never want to see a 50, I think it's 52 or 54, something like that. I would never in my life imagine my niece getting taken advantage like that and for her not to get justice to be served because you said, I got to quit it. None of those. I, I, I won that case. I beat my case. Child, I cannot do it. You're too old to be acting like that. You're too old to be getting angry about something you didn't do. And that is my thing. For you not to be able to hold your composure, for you not to be able to hold your composure, R. Kelly, okay, it's paid. But quiet as it's kept. This is the real story. And this is the only reason why I'm actually talking about R. Kelly. Because R. Kelly done went to jail last week. Or was that a week and a half ago? Whenever he went to jail, he done went with the jail child. And then went, and child, he done went right back. And you want to know why? Because he owes $161,000 in back child support. This is where my problem lies. This is where my problem lies. And you guys can come in because a, a strange woman that we don't know who is unnamed, who says she supports R. Kelly. And that is why I bailed him out for $100,000. If he would have just got his $61,000 together and stayed in jail, he should have did this. This is where that woman's money should have went. R. Kelly was taken back into custody today. He appeared in child support court for his hearing this morning. And his broadcast interview, like, like last night when he was crying and ranting on and being all of these things, he was discombobulated child. The reality is he cannot be released from jail until he pays $161,000 in back child support. Now, this is my tea because this is what's going to burn me up. This is what's going to burn me up because I want to know if that same woman that done came out of the hoo-ha, the hoo-ha-ha, that done came out of the woodworks, that done came out, boop, boop, out of the cut, Whoever then came out the cut and put up that hundred thousand dollars to get him out for molestation, let's see if that same woman gonna come back for that hundred thousand dollars to get his daughters their money, get his sons their money to run that back child support. This is where my problem is lying, and then we gonna see we gonna see how long he gonna stay in jail because child he was there for a weekend. Today is Wednesday. We're gonna give him to the next unicorn tails to see. To see if he gets out. To see if somebody else says, oh, he's my friend, and I just want to give him money for his child support. Because you should. You getting him out for molestation? Somebody need to run some money to Andrea. Is that her name? What's her name? She's such a sweet, mild man, a woman, always crying every time we see her. She's just so broken, and I'm so sad that she was manipulated, allegedly. Child here on Unicorn Tales, guess what? We don't cut no corners. We don't care. And what are y'all saying down to the Facebook? Oh, the people are saying, yikes, period. Exactly. Y'all are funny. What's going on over here in Facebook land? Exactly. Another daycare provider go. I'm not <laughs> The people are over here saying that they want the same lady to come out with another 161000 And quiet as a cat, all she had to do was add on the 61000 to what He could have just stayed in court. All they would have did was transport him from this court case to that court case. He could have paid the one sixty one. boom, got out. No. Is that how it works? It probably doesn't. But guess what? My baby father not going to jail. I don't do that. So let's move on because y'all are y'all feeling like I feel down to the unicorn tails. Y'all not out here to play. All right. Can we give it up? Can we put our hands together? Kylie Jenner. Yeah. With all the mess, Kylie Jenner becomes the world's youngest billionaire 
ever. Are you excited? I feel like it's girl power. Y'all excited? Okay. All right. Y'all not that excited? Well, get excited. Listen, last year, people were feeling away about the choice words that were used allegedly, you know, disregard, you know, regard and how Kylie Jenner was a self-made billionaire. But today, you know, although I don't personally feel like she's self-made, I feel like she's generation newly base made she comes off the back of w- success and she's not coming from the trenches she's not coming from the dirt but the reality is the real gag those lip kits has her to be the youngest self-made billionaire ever and i just want to give a hand clap no shade i want to give a hand clap because i'm excited but she's not self-made <laughs> and the gag is listen this is the real tea because I read that and I was like, oh my God, that is amazing. That's awesome because I had already read up on that. But then the people have tore her up. The people have tore her up. The people have said, baby, it's not giving self-made. It's not giving any of those things, which I think is so sad because the wording that the blogs use or the wording that other people use. And honestly, I think that was Forbes allegedly who first, you know, said that she was self-made and, Dictionary.com had to correct Forbes yet again about mistakenly labeling um, Kylie Jenner as self-made. They crowned her as the youngest billionaire, but they had to quickly correct it and say what the definition of self-made was. And I'm, I'm not mad about that either. Either way, we're talking about a billionaires. And I think that's amazing. I don't think that holds room for any taint in my heart. I think it's over. I think that it should just be what it is. I want to move on because I child, I don't even want child. We're going to move on. This makes me sad. Jeopardy. You guys watch Jeopardy? I don't know if you do, but if you don't, listen. Jeopardy host Alex Trebek, he reveals that he has stage four pancreatic cancer. Now, that's so sad. Like, oh, my God. I don't really like the report. He's 78, and he went on YouTube. And he said he's going to finish out his season and all of that stuff. But that makes me so sad. Jamil said it's so sad. And then, you know, um, nobody else is saying anything. But that's so sad to me. And the people said that gag. (laughs) The people are, I know, that makes me so sad. It's like you diagnosed with cancer and you at stage four. I don't, I, I don't, I, I feel like he's known about this for like, a long time and I have people I have people like on my Instagram live who have dealt with going through cancer and I couldn't imagine you guys knowing that you had stage four because you know that's like less everybody's saying God bless him I'm so excited we have to send up some praise because this show has taught me so much child y'all think I talk white you think I'm cool all of that like I grew up watching Jeopardy some um I don't know James James said we grew up with him on our grandparents absolutely turning the knobs child down to the Jeopardy child he's seventy eight oh my God it's so sad and I want to move on oh and Jamil said that they said that they want him to finish all of his before his release oh yeah yeah they said that they want him to finish all of his episodes before they release him and it's so sad and Mom says that they talked about him having cancer last year but he was in me exactly I remember that I remember that oh that's Matthew Matthew I love you thank you so much for joining us on Simple Booty the podcast Unicorn Tales Ma said that they talked about him last year having um 
cancer, but he was in remission, and that's what I remember. Now it's like he's in stage four, and it's making me so sad. It's making me so sad. And a lot of people are saying that their sisters, Jewel saying her sister was diagnosed with stage four cancer, and she beat it. You know what? We're going to leave it there. We all believe in God for total healing. We all believe in God to press him into whatever way and whatever calling is on his life, whatever health issues he have. We just want to bind it. We want to bind it. We want to release it. Because I don't want to see anybody die from this horrid, horrid dis- disease. It makes me so sad. It makes me so sad. So I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me for Unicorn Tales. I enjoyed myself. You guys were super interactive this week. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And I want you guys to stay tuned for the next scene because guess what? This week's episode is all about accountability. Want to know what we're talking about? Just stay tuned. Thank you so much. So... If I am very honest and transparent, accountability has been one of the most crucial and humbling awareness tools that I have come to discover in my adulting and also in my childhood. Accountability is being subject to obligation to justify responsibility and also to be answerable. Accountability, in my opinion, also creates self-assurance. It has footing, it's traceable, and if saying, yes, I did do that, and yes, I did say that, but here's why she was wrong, and here's why he was wrong, or, yeah, that happened, but because, da 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 that will take accountability and form it into a negative responsibility because you have neglected and negated the actual disrespect and not being okay if your perspective is different from the next person. Accountability is not, I apologize, but. Accountability is not at all like an excuse. It is actually assuring you knowing exactly what happened and you become enlightened and accepting of where you played the part, where I played the part, how I went wrong, where we both went wrong. That is accountability. And oftentimes when we think about accountability, we also say it's responsibility, but it's not the same. Being responsible is one thing, but being accountable to your responsibility and where you went wrong or right is another thing. I believe that, you know, we teach ourselves and we just learn from other people. And some people don't learn the way that other people do because I can look at a situation and say, I'm not going to do that because (laughs) that was a mess. And so I'm just not going to be that person. Other people have to learn by actually falling on their face, getting back up and falling again and getting back up before they actually change but I am an advocate on leading by example and learning from your mistakes and learning from others mistakes as well so oftentimes it's not fair to even exercise our parents teachings of accountability because most times in our growing our parents only think of us as children and we don't have to be accountable for things until it's actually just too late 
And accountability teaches us in the front end as children. But if we are adult and we have to navigate accountability, then we still don't deserve to be free from fault as we grow. I believe we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to students. We owe it to our colleagues. We owe it to our friends. We owe it to our family members to cultivate environments of truth, one. And then also cultivate the awesomeness of saying that I was accountable for something, even if it wasn't a situation. It can just be a thing, something that you have someone hold on to because you want them to hold it for three months and then give it back to them. Like it's such a discipline being accountable and accountability is one of those things you don't know you have until it's tested. Accountability has taught me at an early age child because Mm. (laughs) I feel like a lot of me being accountable because I had to read myself. I had to read myself at a a young age because my mom had multiple jobs. Like most of us growing up two jobs, sometimes three at the same time, child, child bills had to get paid and she had to be at her second job sometimes. And then we wouldn't see her like until the end of the day. And that helped me be accountable because I ran my mouth a lot child ran my mouth down to the school, always running my mouth, always having a rebuttal. Mm-hmm. That was me. <laughs> or I always got caught talking. And I learned at a young age, like probably like in the third third grade, that my voice carried. And if you don't know what that means, it means that you got a little extra bass in your voice, child, and use a baby. So your voice carries from one place to another. And I, I was always on the floor running my mouth when the teacher said be quiet or at the desk saying whatever. And then... I get caught or I would just respond and get caught. And I'm like, oh, my God, all I said was three words and I just keep getting in trouble. But I had them call my mom. And sometimes she had to come up off her job because I just couldn't stop talking or I got in trouble so many times throughout that week or that month that they like, we have to call your mother and we have to set up a meeting. And I'm like, y'all, I'm just responding. Y'all giving me too much. Like, it's not that it's not that deep. But the reality is, it's like, shut up, August, that part. Take responsibility for all these repercussions, all these whoopings, all this inconveniencing that you have your mother have to come up off her good job to come up here and sit up there and talk with people or spank you so you can stop talking in class. Like, we don't have no business out here going along just to get along. We don't have any business out here just not taking blame for something that we do over and over and over again, then conclude that we were wrong and it was justifiable for us to say, oh, okay, I was wrong, but no, we don't do that. We don't get to do that. We need to grow from that. These are things that we did to ourselves, and accountability will be self-destructive if we don't recognize that we play a part in everything that happens to us and we play a part and most of our karmas, these are things that we did to ourselves most times. These are actions that we should not have taken and we have to be accountable for. Accountability is sometimes, you know, that apology you'll never get. It's oftentimes that question that will go unanswered. And until we can free ourselves from like the opinions of others or how someone will respond to our truth, we can never get on the side of accountability because it is so hard to work on yourself and 
to become not only accountable for you, but child, when you have kids, like that's another stretch. Or when you have a job and all of a sudden you are a manager and somebody don't show up and they say, well, somebody's missing their shift or somebody's called out. The reality is you have to be accountable. Why? Because now you have to stay that part. And the reality is accountability is actionable. And me being accountable for myself had me not hating people in this world for all of the stuff that I done did wrong. You know, we don't realize that we start to manifest certain attributes due to the work we forget to do on ourselves. Instead of taking responsibility for our actions, we just pinpoint everything and then everything else is just ludicrous because we ain't do that or it wasn't our fault. But the part we could have done better, we didn't do. And it's okay to apologize. It's okay to be sorry. It's okay to work through it. It's okay. We have to grow. We have to learn. We have to develop. However, I wasn't even done learning child down to the school. You know, life is life. And it has groomed me in such a way that I'm just grateful. But it's been hard. And I wasn't done learning because many relationships, friendships, family dynamics, where I believe I was completely, completely misunderstood. And I know some of you probably feel the same way in some things, like things have happened and it just escalated. And you're like, I'm so misunderstood in this and I don't understand why nobody is, is, is understanding that. It's hard. And the reality is we have to be accountable to the why. That why is what puts us in a sense of entitlement to say, as long as I got my point across, it was fine. That why is oftentimes the breaking point of you being accountable to something. I was right, child. They was wrong because I was sending off missed signals. And that was my fault. I wasn't accountable for not speaking up when I thought that things weren't right in the first place. I know I was accountable because I didn't accept the truth. And sometimes your truth is enough. It's always enough just to be truthful. It takes so much to lie and carry on, child, that your truth is enough. Accountability is being self-assuring in your truth. I feel like I've grown to a point that I don't even hold my past accountable for things I could have personally done better and took it took took into my own hands and made different. I have personally held myself accountable for me purposely not making the same mistakes my parents did or colleagues did and childhood traumas were things that I had to grow from and not carry them into my adulthood. And that was just for blaming purposes because that's just what accountability is. Like I could have been taught better. I could have been reared and learned from my mistakes earlier, but it wasn't until I started taking accountability for myself and exactly where I am and what I've did and what I haven't done to make sure that even when it came to the minute I chose, I chose to give myself away and out. And, you know, I, I chose to give my heart to a person and they broke it. That was my, that's me. We got to be responsible for our me. The friends I told my deepest, darkest secrets to and they turned the other cheek when I needed them. Okay, that's your fault. Choose a better friend. That part. Those family members that keep hurting you or hurt that hurt me. And I'm like, I keep giving them time at the time to get it right. But the reality is, be accountable for who? You. And it wasn't until I made up in my mind that the standard for my future and my whole self was more important than me ever having to, having to feel like, I'm sorry, me ever having to feel like 
somebody owes me something or my truth was not enough. And even if my truth was wrong because of context, the reality is it is what it is. People want you to be weak-minded. They want you to be swindled. They want you to be fickled. Yeah, they want you to be lukewarm. They also want you to be unconfrontable. And you don't have to be that. But if you never had to tell the truth to the point where you cried through it and had to shake through it just to make sure that your sorry was felt, just to make sure that they you knew that you apologized for hurting somebody in the way or you didn't mean to do it or you didn't mean for it to be read in that in that way. Like if you ain't never been through that, then you'll know the feeling of accountability. But I urge each and every one of us to get some type of clarity as it pertains to being accountable and anything that's contrary to your evolving and your becoming as it pertains to accountability, it needs to be released. It needs to be released and you need to just start exercising better habits because I have, I'm still working through being accountable to myself. Because if you don't trust you, then how can you expect somebody else to? I hope that was good to y'all. Where have you been accountable? What are some things that you've had to say, oh, I've had to be accountable in this way? I would like to know. And if you would like to share them, please email podcast at simplebeautyworld.com. And at the top of the next episode, I'll share some things because maybe you can help somebody. That would be so awesome. But the show's not over yet, baby. Let's get into what burns me up. All right, y'all. It's time for what burns me up. Now, back in the day, what burns me up would be a phrase that you would hear an older person say whenever, you know, they will be irritated about a thing. Or, you know, this day and age, we like to say that it's a pet peeve about. Or maybe it's just something that's just throwing you off at the moment. Listen to me because I'm going to say this one time and one time only. Something's burning me up. And what is it you ask? When I tell you something or ask you to do a task or if I send you to the store to get me something, bring me back exactly what I asked you to bring me. Or bring me back my coins. That's it. That's it. Let me tell you something. The type of person I am, and I don't know if this is you, but the type of person I am is that I typically will have my mind set on a certain thing, a certain type of way with the with, with all of the attributes that that certain thing will bring me. So anything outside of me receiving that will be almost like, almost like you, you didn't hear what I said. And I don't know if that's <laughs> maybe, maybe my pet peeve. Maybe one of my pet peeves is that I don't think people hear what I say. Listen, if I send you to go get me a Twix from the store, don't bring me back a white chocolate Twix. If I tell you to go to the store and bring me back a smart water, do not come back with no deer pocket. If I send you to the store and tell you to get me chicken breast, don't bring me back no chicken thighs. 
Don't bring me back no chicken gizzards. Don't say just because it was chicken, I bought you chicken. Bring me what I told you to bring me. And as a matter of fact, now that's burning me up even more because this is what happened to me. I was down to the Instacart. If y'all know anything about Instacart, most times they will give you a substitution. But the way I'm set up, I tell you to just refund my stuff before I have a substitution. Why? Because I just like certain things, certain types of way. Child, I'm irritated because i'm supposed to be making some alfredo and i use chicken thighs yes i do a lot of people don't eat it but when they eat my alfredo they say it's excellent and they be like oh what type of chicken was that not a breast i use chicken thighs and i use shrimp now listen the lady bought me back chicken breast i did not ask for chicken breast i do not like white meat that burnt me up so i had to share that with y'all y'all sent me an email at podcast at simplebeautyworld.com and you let me know what's burning you up and maybe next week i will pass the flame to you i want to thank you so much for listening all the way to the end of this episode i'm so grateful you guys are doing an amazing job with your subscriptions and also sharing with your friends and family this is a great space for us and i just hope to grow it and cultivate it even more i'm never too far i'm down to the instagram each and every day posting this and posting that we're at simple beauty podcast and then i'm also at miss august the number two in the letter u come on over we'll be live on wednesday at 7 p.m for unicorn Tales. Aren't you excited? If you're not, get excited. I am so grateful and thankful. Thank you so much. And remember, you cannot put makeup on inner beauty. So let's do the work. Bye.